Nina Sander, and I'm the author of the book The Moderne India, which is written in Norwegian. It's a textbook for students and people who do business with India. And I'm also founder of the NGO The Moderne India, which is based in Oslo in Norway. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about Klemmetsru, world's first carbon capture and storage. The Klemmetsru Carbon Capture and Storage Project will be the world's first waste-to-energy plant with full scale by 2026. Our guest for the today's Norway-India Sustainability Dialogues is Jannike Garner Bjerkos. I'm so happy to have her along as there is so much happening in the carbon capture landscape. Just a few months back, the Oil and Natural Gas Corporation Limited in India signed a memorandum of understanding with Equinor Asa, which is a Norwegian company for energy exploration and climate change mitigation options just a few months back, as I said. And this happened while our foreign minister went to India. And just a week back, Celsio, Oslo's district heating company, who is also heading the Clemensry project, secured its funding. And we are so happy that we have with us Jannike. Jannike is director of carbon capture and storage in Celsio. She is heading the full-scale carbon capture project at Norway's largest waste-to-energy plant since 2018. Jannike has expertise in developing carbon capture and climate technology, as well as sustainable energy production and energy recovery in accordance with technical, political and commercial requirements. Janke, you are the expert. I'm just looking so much forward to learn from you. But first of all, welcome to the podcast, Janke. Thank you very much, Irina. Yeah, I would like to start with the questions. My first question to Janke is, last week was a milestone for Hafslund, also waste to energy plant has secured the funding. How did this happen? Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, this was really a huge milestone for us. We've been working on this project since uh, 2015 to establish carbon capture and storage from this waste to energy plant in Oslo. Um, in back in 2020, we managed to secure partial funding from the Norwegian state, but then uh, conditional that we were able to secure the remaining funding from from external sources. And we've been working on this ever since. We also tried to uh, apply to the European Innovation Fund for the first call there. Um, unfortunately, without without luck at that time. Uh, and after that, the city of Oslo actually initiated this process uh, with the change of ownership from Fortum to Hofslund as the majority owner. Um, and, and the main goal for this transaction was to realize this carbon capture project, which is a pioneer project and very important for the city's climate goals. Um, so we have a, we have three new owners uh, and they see the potential both in the company, in the district heating company as such, but also in the project, because this project is in the front of the development in, in the sector. Uh, and we, our owners, they truly believe that this will be a license to operate in the future for waste to energy plants uh, that you're actually dealing with and 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 reducing your CO2, CO2 emissions and the fact that uh, that CO2 emissions in the future will have a cost. So 
This project has been funded both by the company, Celsio, but also by the Norwegian state and the city of Oslo. They have all contributed with funding to, to get this project realized. And now we've finally, just a couple of days ago, uh, the final investment decision was made. We signed the agreement with the Norwegian state and we are now officially in the construction phase. Congratulations, Janneke. This is really cool to hear. And I understand, uh, I have been seeing some uh, posts on LinkedIn that you have been a major force behind this. So a big, big, big applause to you for this. But dear Janneke, uh, I have been doing research. I have, I have to admit I'm quite nervous when I send you the questions because this is a new field and I felt sometimes, oh my God, you need to be an engineer to understand the scale of this project. Let us take a step back for our listeners. What is carbon capture and why is carbon capture storage important to Norway? Um, well, carbon capture, as you said, uh, or CCS stands for carbon capture and storage. And it's basically about addressing and dealing with the fossil emissions that, that don't disappear even if we change to renewable energy. So it's industrial emissions and, and other emissions that are hard to find other solutions for. Um, and carbon capture basically means that we're taking the CO2 out of the exhaust gas or the flue gas from the industry. It could be waste energy, cement or steel production. Uh, and we do that by using a chemical process where C the CO2 in the flue gas reacts with a fluid. In our case, it's a means. Uh, and when the CO2 reacts with this fluid, we can collect the CO2 and then uh, send it for a permanent storage in a geological reservoir. And that's basically where it came from. So we're basically returning the fossil CO2 to where it came from. And the only way we can do this really when it comes to industrial emissions is using carbon capture and storage. Um, and when it and your question was also, why is this important to Norway? Well, Norway has a special advantage with uh, a long experience and, and lots of competence from the oil and gas industry. And we also have a huge advantage in the fact that we have the Norwegian shelf, where we have enough reservoir for CO2 uh, from all over Europe, basically, for, for hundreds of years. So there are plenty of storage places and this development is now starting with the Longship project, which is the Norwegian full-scale CCS project with, with the full value chain, two capture sites and transport and permanent storage in this geological reservoir. So this is a possible new uh, green industry for Norway that basically builds on the competence that we already have from the oil and gas industry. Thank you so much, Janneke, because to be honest, I have done research and I've been watching videos. <laughs> Still, uh, the fact that you brought cement on board, steel on board, made it more like hands-on understandable for me. Um, and let's continue this taking a step back for our listeners. What does it mean to be full-scale carbon capture storage and how will you be able to enable a storage of 400,000 tonnes of CO2 in practice. I mean, I when I watched a few videos, about, I was like, wow, we are talking huge, huge plants. But please elaborate, Janneke. Yes, well, going full scale means basically that we are cleaning the full amount of the flue gas from our process, from the waste uh, incineration, not just a small part of it. 
So we are sending all the flue gas from our plant to a carbon capture plant. Uh, and we're capturing as much CO2 as we can, reducing the total emission from this plant with 90%. And that adds up to about 400,000 tons, uh, also including some future uh, upgrades of the plant. Um, this is really just another, but, but, but a new step in the cleaning process of the flue gas, because we are already today cleaning this flue gas very thoroughly. Um, we're cleaning it for all kinds of local pollutants and local emissions. So what we're doing now is that we're adding one more step to this cleaning process, and we're also dealing with the climate emissions, uh, the CO2 emissions that, that don't really have any local um, effects, but it has a global climate effect. So that's, that's, uh, that's the new thing, to put it that way. Um, as I mentioned, we're doing this by using a, a chemical fluid, and after we have the CO2 taken out of the, of the flue gas, we pressurize it and we cool it so it actually turns into liquid. And then it is, the CO2 is sent by trucks to the port of Oslo, where the CO2 is shipped out, large ships, and then injected into a sandstone formation, which is as deep as 3,000 meters below the seabed. So it's a long pipeline and it's really deep and it stays there forever. Uh, seriously, so this 3,000 meter is happening in Klemmesrud? And no, that's uh, on the Norwegian shelf. So we send the CO2 by, by uh, truck transport to port. Yes. And CO2 is loaded onto ships. Uh, and there's an intermediate storage on the western coast wow. of Norway. That's 3,000. Wow, yeah. wow. Um, and, um, amazing. Uh, and yes, let's continue with the greenhouse gas emission. Um, first of all, I'm impressed by you telling us, the listeners, that uh, you are reducing um, by 90% because the city of Oslo plans to slash greenhouse gas emissions by 95% by 2030. The Clements through Waste to Energy Carbon Capture Project provides a blueprint for cities across Europe and how to best deal with non-recyclable waste while producing heat and electricity for city inhabitants. What is it like, Janneke, to be a pioneer? Why waste to energy with carbon capture storage? Um, yeah, it's, you're right. It's, it's a very important project for the city of Oslo. And just, just to start with that, this plant uh, with waste incineration is actually responsible for 17% of the fossil emissions in Oslo. So it's a huge point source of CO2 emissions. And when we reduce or when we deal with those CO2 emissions, we reduce the equal to 200,000 private cars for one year. So it's, it's a huge impact on the city's climate emissions and the climate budget. And it's, of course, it's, it's great to be able to take this development one big step further and, and being a pioneer in this area, going in the front um but it also of course has a, has a cost it's a lot of public attention both nationally and globally uh, there are a lot of people paying a close attention to this uh to this project and uh, that want this that it's important that this project succeeds so that we can see the uh, take the learning from our project and the the competence that we gain here to contribute to the next projects uh being realized faster and cheaper and better. 
So it's an important flagship project that really can move the whole industry in a new direction and also that can have a big impact on cities' climate work. Um, you also asked why waste to energy and CCS. Uh, and I would say it's kind of a perfect match. <laughs> As I mentioned, it's important for cities because cities need to address not only the climate ch challenge, but also their waste problems, which are growing because city population is growing and people produce more and more waste. So this can help not only by, reduce, uh, by greatly reducing climate emissions in cities, but also by, um, by handling the waste problem and basically closing the cycle in a circular economy. Uh, as I mentioned, the flue gas is already cleaned of local pollutants. So it's a very, the flue gas is a very good fit with CCS technology. And there's also one more advantage that makes this a really good match. It's the fact that since we are connected to a district heating system, we can actually reuse the heat from the capture process and utilize it into the district heating system. So this heat is not going to waste. We're actually using it to heat large buildings in Oslo. And there's one more thing, and it's kind of technical, but I would like to mention it anyway, because when we incinerate residual waste, we're actually burning uh, about 50% of the CO2 that we emit is biogenic because we're also burning biogenic waste. And when we capture and store this biogenic waste, we're actually in effect taking CO2 out of the natural cycle and out of the atmosphere. And this can help us reach the net zero goals because there are some fossil emissions that are really hard or very, very expensive to get rid of. And that's why we need this biological or negative emissions, as we call it, to reach an actual net zero. And this is where waste to energy and CCS can contribute to reach the global climate goals. I'm so happy you elaborated on uh, the waste challenge and how you refer to a circular, um, the whole um, uh, circular economy in the sense when it comes to climate. Um, so, and you're absolutely right. It's important to manage waste. And I did not know, I didn't know how this waste or this plant actually will help also when it comes to heating uh, of the city of Oslo. But if you look at the world, Janneke, across the world, Waste is an increasing problem. You yourself touched upon it, causing both local pollution to soil and groundwater. Hence, it is a climate issue. The carbon capture project in Oslo provides a range of innovative solutions that can be exported to other countries. You have already touched up of some of the topics, but I would like you to elaborate more. What can we export to other countries from this project? And I fully understand, Janneke, the pressure you feel by being a pioneer and having the whole world looking at you. <laughs> um, yes, this, uh, as you as you say, Irina, this is waste is a huge problem in the world, and it's maybe a problem that we're not addressing enough with regards to climate emissions, uh, because it's a very close connection. Uh, waste amounts are growing; they're they're supposed to be doubling just by I think it was twenty thirty five. Um, and at the same time, of course, uh, most uh, uh, emissions from waste is also is also increasing. And most of the waste in, in the world is ending up either in landfills or on dump sites uh, with the huge methane emissions as a result. And methane is the most potent 
climate uh, climate gas, or at least one of the most potent uh, climate gases, much more potent than CO2. So the the major and maybe the most important change that we need when it comes to waste handling is to move away from landfills and to to move up the steps in the waste pyramid. And that means to start sorting and recycling the waste to keep the resources that we that we need in the cycle and to reuse as much as possible. But it also means to have a sustainable solution for the waste that we cannot or, or don't want to recycle, the, the contaminated uh, material that we want to take out of the cycle. And the best solution for this waste is waste to energy, which means to incinerate the residual waste and recover the, the energy from the, from the incineration. Um, and by adding CCS to this process, we are, as I mentioned, addressing the, the remaining CO2 emissions from this, from this end process or this end solution for residual waste. And by doing that, we're not only reducing the fossil emissions, but we're also removing the historic emissions when we capture and store biogenic CO2. Um, and this is very important. This is a very important flagship project because we need to change the way we're dealing with waste in the world. Um, and, and CCS will be the next step on this journey. We need to build a lot of new waste to energy plants and to utilize the heat as energy. We also obviously need to sort and recycle much, much more than we do today, but, but we need this, this sustainable end solution. So this can be, this technology can be directly repli replicated to, to other similar plants all over the world, but it can also be replicated to other kinds of industries. And in the future, these new projects are new, new waste to energy plants or existing waste to energy plants. Uh, when they want to add CCS or, or carbon capture and deal with their CO2 emissions, they can take the learning from our project. And that is, a main purpose of this project, because it is a demonstration project, is that the learning shall be spread and shared to help the move. The, the, excuse me, to help the world move forward and to roll out the CCS technology and deal with the CO two emissions in the fastest way possible. I'm so happy to hear that, that this project is actually one of the aims, among others, is for other countries to actually learn from this project and also for countries to learn from each other. Uh, let's go back to India, uh, Janneke. Carbon capture is still in its infancy in India and even at the global level. That's why you are considered a pioneer. Today, there are only 26 operational facilities capturing around 36 million metric tons to 40 million metric tons of carbon per year. How do you collaborate with other countries and cities for knowledge sharing? You just referred that this is one of the important aims of this project, but how do you, have you started knowledge sharing in regard to carbon capture and storage? Yes, we have. Um, this has been a part of the project, I would say, pretty much all the way. Um, as I mentioned, we are a part of the Norwegian uh, full-scale CCS project called Longship. And that is actually a very clear state criteria, is that the technology uh, or the learning from the project and, and um, uh, the experience and competence that we build uh, shall be shall be shared with uh, the rest of the world and, and will then be spread out 
to uh, make sure that new capture projects will get uh, a faster start. So this is something we have been working on all along. We are uh, participating on conferences and uh, we have uh, networks and meetings with, with the industry. We're also working directly towards organizations, both when it comes to um, CCS as a, as a general technology to reduce climate emissions, but also in, in, in specifically towards the waste to energy sector, both in Norway, Scandinavia and, and Europe. And when it comes to the rest of the world, such as India, uh, we are very much open to cooperation. And I think uh, Asia is definitely an area that that uh, will be very important for uh, both when it comes to finding good systems for, for sustainable waste handling in an area which is very densely populated, um, and also for CCS technology, where hopefully um, these areas can can skip a few steps that that we have had to go through to develop these projects and to develop the technology so that you can move faster directly towards both cleaner energy but also towards um, climate technology that can reduce emissions from waste handling cement production steel production and other uh, industry industrial processes very good that you're sharing knowledge and uh, nothing is better if other countries can skip a few uh, of the steps by learning from the pioneers. Um, and I think that is the approach uh, we all should have for solving the climate issues that are affecting all of us and the coming generation. As I said in the very beginning, uh, both ONGC and Equinor will collaborate in the field of upstream oil and gas, midstream marketing and trading. They will also be exploring further options in low carbon fuel, renewables, carbon capture storage, as well as carbon capture utilization and opportunities in India. But let us just keep a city perspective since this chemistry is in Oslo. This is my final question to you, Janneke. What does the carbon capture project mean? You have touched up in for Oslo's climate targets. And what can cities like Mumbai, which has other scale, learn from this project? Well, for the city of Oslo, this project is um, very important. Um, it stands for about 17% of the city's total emissions, as I mentioned. So um, this is actually essential to reduce the emission from this point source in order to reach the climate goals, which is the climate goal for the city is quite ambitious with a 95% reduction by I think it's 2030. So it's it's yeah. a very ambitious very goal. Very ambitious, and, yeah. Yeah, and then to reduce this point source of emission is is essential to reach these climate goals. So that's definitely important for for Oslo. And I think when it comes to large cities uh, such as Mumbai, um, it's definitely a lot of learning that can be brought forward from this project. And I think also it's important when it comes to waste handling in specific that. Uh, that you start with with the first steps and the, maybe the most um, the most uh, the, the most effective steps, which would be to start working on uh, reducing landfilling and reducing the dump sites and and to find um, uh, to establish sustainable ways of uh, ways of handling with this waste, and then CCS will be 
naturally uh, the next step when it comes to this waste to energy, establishing waste to energy plans. But also uh, in the near future, I'm quite sure that we will see uh, integrated solutions for CO2 cleaning in combination with the with the remaining flue gas cleaning so that we can see basically the CCS plant or the carbon capture plant integrated with the waste to energy plant and the cleaning process. And this is an area that I'm sure we will see development and where, for example, India, Mumbai can move much faster forward than we have done in, in Scandinavia and in Europe. So that's where we can really help the development and, and share our learnings from, from this project and from the technology development. I totally agree with you. Uh, to skip a few steps and to learn from errors and mistakes uh, is a very large-hearted approach for other cities as well. Uh, Janike, we have come to an end. I have learned a lot um, and uh, I'm just totally impressed by your passion uh, and I'm happy that you shared your in-depth knowledge about this issue and topic and project in such a um, pedagogic way. I would like to thank you so much, Janige, for joining us and I wish you a wonderful week ahead. Well, thank you very much and thank you for letting me participate in this, uh, in this program. It was all our pleasure. Thank you.